you win some, you lose some, and some get rained out. Those are words courtesy of my mother, Mrs. Fontilla Timmons. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad that you've joined me today. So before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that the countdown is really, really on. We are now seven episodes away from celebrating our 200th episode. Like what a milestone. And while yes, I have received some question submissions, you know, I would love, 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 love to have even more. So help me get there. Help me to celebrate this upcoming milestone by submitting your question or maybe a question that other people ask you. So to give you some you know, prompts of ideas of questions you might want to submit, uh, maybe you've got a question related to financial stress and how that is showing up in your life or business. Or maybe it's about how do you talk? to your parents, especially about wills and estate planning and what are their intentions there and what do you need to be involved with now? Or maybe it's the case that you actually need to have those conversations with your offspring. Maybe your question relates to handling the ripple effects of a major life decision that you are on the precipice of, or maybe you are already in the midst of it. You know, two ideas that come to mind divorce, or maybe even marriage, especially as we enter in the holiday season when people are starting to evaluate a lot of different things and make some really critical major life changes and shifts. So again, these are just a few examples to get your juices flowing. And remember, you can submit your question and you can do so anonymously by going to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash more than money dash 200. Again, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash more than money dash 200. And as I've said before, if you tried previously and the page wasn't working, we've got all the kinks worked out and it's now fixed so you can submit your question. In other words, no excuse. Again, I can't wait to celebrate this 200th episode and I appreciate you for helping me to do so. But now on to today's show. Growing up, my mother would frequently say, You win some, you lose some, and some get rained out. And no doubt her words were an homage to our shared love of baseball and particularly the Yankees. And it was often said to me in response to me asking her some variation of, mommy, how do I know if I should do A, B, C, or D? And this was always on the verge of, you know, me making a decision, whether it was a really small one or a big one, and really unsure of which path to take. And honestly, I always found her answer. You win some, you lose some, some get rained out, unsatisfactory, you know, and that that was true, whether she was saying it to me at the age of eight, 18 or well into my older adult years. Of course, now, 
I see the wisdom of her response because embedded in it, what she was really aiming to do is getting to first acknowledge my thirst for certainty and wanting to make the quote unquote right choice, because isn't that what we all want anyway? Isn't that a part of our human nature? And she was doing that without saying directly, um, I, I guess I should say she was teaching me without saying it directly, the importance of being uncomfortable with uncertainty, because not all decisions have clear cut, objectively right or wrong answers. And that may be a little more difficult to explain to an eight-year-old, but as an 18-year-old or someone that's now 57, it still is sometimes hard to accept and embrace. But fundamentally, she was helping me get comfortable with the fact that regardless of the choices that I make, I won't always get the outcome that I hoped for. I lost my mother nine years ago. And I find it interesting that now I am the one saying to myself and to others, you win some, you lose some, and some get rained out. You know, I have really come to appreciate the counsel in her go-to response because in a way she was teaching me to pay attention to my intuition, to pay attention to how do I go about making decisions and to pay attention to trusting myself and learning to build up that you know, self-trust muscle, if you will. I'm bringing this all up because recently I had the awesome pleasure and privilege of sharing the virtual stage with Erin Halper. She is the founder and the CEO of The Upside. And we were both guests for a sales roundtable hosted by sales consultant and trainer, Allison Davis. And the focus of this particular roundtable was on one of my all-time favorite topics, pricing. And let me tell you, we had a blast. Our conversation, the questions from the attendees, plus a moment that I had of my own that I will tell you about in a jiffy reminded me of this. When you get right down to it, the simple part of managing money or setting your prices as it were is actually the math of it. Because you are either adding or subtracting, multiplying or dividing and whatever computation you are unable to do in your head well, you know what? There's a calculator nearby to help you out with that. And in my case, I use a handy dandy HP 12C financial calculator. I have been using this since 1989 when um, I started my uh, MBA in finance program. So this is my go-to calculator. But again, the simple part of money is ensconced. It's ensconced in the common financial tenets that you've definitely have heard of before and maybe even diligently put into practice. You know, the pay yourself first, the spend less than you earn, have minimum to no debt, invest. These tenets are mostly espoused when it comes to your personal finances, but the truth is they apply to your business finances too. And it is my opinion that the math of money can give us a false sense of certainty. However, the pitfalls begin to emerge when 
as some might say, the math isn't mathing, right? And this colloquial expression perfectly conveys the frustration and sometimes the confusion that one can feel when the expectations of the math falls short. I've said this before, and I will continue to say it because it needs to be continuously reinforced, especially when there is so much noise that says financial success is almost exclusively a byproduct of just crunching the numbers or engaging in complex financial strategies. Mastering the numbers is one thing. Mastering the multifaceted domain of the emotions of money and pricing, well, now that's quite another. And perhaps my perspective is a bit biased given my body of work, but to me, the emotions of money and pricing were on full display at the event that I mentioned, the sales roundtable particularly if you go beyond the questions or the words of the questions that were asked. So here's an example. There was a question about when to introduce pricing into your discovery or prospecting conversations, especially if you are concerned your price point may be higher than their budget. Here's what that question is really about. There are four things. Identity, status, positioning, and acceptance. So what do I mean when I say identity? What do your prices say about you, your business, and the promised value of your offer, whether it's a product or a service? What does it say about your status in terms of, yes, I know status is subjective, but do your prices convey the value, the quality, or the exclusivity that you want your prospect or your clients to perceive? Positioning. What do your prices convey about where your offer fits into the marketplace relative to your competitors or alternative options? And by the way, doing nothing is an alternative option as well too. And then finally, acceptance. And here's what I mean by that. Even though we know no and o is part of the sales process and shouldn't be viewed as a personal rejection when you hear it, getting no's can often feel like a personal affront. Like, oh no, I said my price. And they said, that's too high. They're rejecting me. Another aspect of this, which is not talked about enough, is not wanting to be perceived as inaccessible or inflexible. So maybe you don't want to be the one to say, no, this isn't right for me. That's something to think about. But here's my confession. During the round table, I had a moment myself when I felt unsure about my own approach to pricing. I know, right? Even though I feel really solid about my numbers and how I arrived at them. But that feeling, it came to me after I shared the starting price of my speaking engagements, which is $12,500. And as soon as I spoke the words, I wondered, oh no, will they think I charge too little? Yet, isn't it interesting how that was my concern 
but I wasn't concerned about whether someone thought my price was too high. Yes, the realms of emotions and money and pricing is the work that I do with others, but I share this to just also share the fact that it's also the work that I continuously do myself. So the question that the attendee raised, going back to that, it was more about more than just the words of the question, as were all of the questions, quite frankly. And this is true with many questions, and especially so whenever money or pricing is concerned. And we are wondering, what should I do with my money? Or am I doing it right? How should I charge for this? And is that the right amount? In other words, questions that are dripping with the need for certainty and confirmation that you are indeed making the right quote unquote choice. So again, if I go back to the attendees question about when to introduce pricing into your discovery or prospecting conversations, especially if you're concerned your price point may be higher than their budget, this really speaks to, or I should say this also speaks to where the person felt unsure about her choices and the possible reaction or outcome as a result of. She had a moment of doubt, but this moment of doubt isn't unique to her. This is a point or a part of the universal experience of what we call life and business. But when you break it down, her question was also about those unspoken questions like, how can I reduce my uncertainty about what choice is right or wrong? How can I boost my confidence and validation about whatever choice I make? And how can I avoid any regret with whatever choice I make if I don't like the results? Those are her unspoken questions, but you have those unspoken questions at times too. So you and I have to contend with this same conundrum. And it surfaces where, whether the questions are about money in general or pricing more specifically or life and business overall. And while you and I can follow a framework to help us get to the answers that are right for us, sometimes our expected or predicted results, they still won't materialize. That's just a part of life. So the next time that you feel unsure of which choice to make or of which path to take, tap into the wisdom of my mother's words, you win some, you lose some and some get rained out. Well, that is it for today, folks. As always, thank you for listening all the way until the end, or if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way until the end and for doing that. And before you hop three things, one, the next pricing masterclass is December 7th at 4 p.m. Eastern. It's virtual, it's on Zoom. So go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Again, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass to get all of the details and to save your spot. So RSVP. Also, don't forget about my invitation to join me in celebrating and preparing to celebrate for the 200th episode of the podcast. Submit your questions by going to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash more than money dash 200. 
And then finally, if today's episode sparked an aha or a reflection, I'd love to hear about it. So send me a DM on Instagram. And once more, thank you for listening today. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. And if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review because that just helps us to get more traction. And besides, we do read what you gotta say. And if you are on YouTube, please comment below. And of course, if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. I'll be back with another episode. I hope you will join me for that. Until then, remember, it's about more than money. 